If you had to accomplish X in two weeks and it was a gun pointed to your head or your kid's head or your loved one's head, how would you attempt to do it? Because that ridiculous, absurd question, it stops you from thinking in the normal box that you go into because we all have a framework for how we come up with answers. But if you've got something like that and the pressure is on, you've got two weeks and there was a gun at your loved one's head and you have to find an answer, you are not going to be able to go to your normal framework. You're going to have to think outside the box and you're going to come up with different solutions. It forces you to think differently and push your boundaries and limitations that you may have set yourself. Welcome to the Prime Life Project podcast, a place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to another episode of the Prime Life Project podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today it is just me, myself, and I. I was talking to a few people recently and said, oh, when are you going to next do a podcast by yourself? Well, today is the day. We've had a little bit of a misfortune today. We were meant to have a guest on, but due to unforeseen circumstances, it is just me. So... Looking forward to today's episode. Well, I say it's just me. Obviously, I've got Mike in the room as well. Like, it's not just me. I haven't just stolen three cameras and just gone off on one. Yeah, that's a great idea. I spoke about stealing Mike's bus. I might steal his cameras next. So it's not a bad idea. Um, so again, today, it's just me. And when I do these episodes by myself, if for any new listeners to the podcast when it's just me by myself I like to make these a lot more educational so I like to just really uh, have a bit of a more intense podcast where I just teach you guys some usable information uh, to help you both mentally or physically become the best version of yourself obviously when Mike is on the podcast we're having a bit more of a chilled relaxed conversation and obviously when I bring guests in they're sharing their story to really help inspire you so today if you're new to the episode welcome well to the episode to the podcast welcome and really looking forward to actually just deep diving into some stuff so we're going to talk about the power of questions today which is is relevant to every single person on the planet because we all talk to ourselves in our head we just don't realize that we do it so the power of questions is something that uh, i like talking about and i like deep diving with people so if you take any value from today's episode don't forget to like and share it with a friend if you're on youtube don't forget to subscribe because we've got some big news coming up as i said so watch your space over the next few weeks um and like i said anybody that you think can benefit from today's episode don't forget to like and share it with a friend so today the outcome really is i want to basically show you how powerful the questions that you ask yourself really are uh, and how you can get the answers that you want because it's important to understand that your brain is like google i've spoken about this many times before so the part of your thoughts and we talk about belief systems identity and that sort of stuff but really the questions that you ask yourself and how you talk to yourself is really, really powerful. We've had some guests talk about this on a bit of a deeper level, um, but I just want to take it to uh, another area where we're just talking specifically about the questions that you ask yourself. And when you become aware of these thoughts and the way that you talk to yourself, you can then take back control and gain that awareness that, again, we've spoken about through meditation and all that sort of stuff. And again, journaling is actually really powerful doing this because you basically propose a question to yourself and then you go and find the answer rather than having really negative questions, which then cause you to go down a, a dark rabbit hole because it's been said that the quality of your life is defined by the questions that you ask now again that's i think meant to be like in everyday life so if you ask other people good quality questions you get good quality answers back and you can grow and develop your life but i'm just proposing the question like what about the questions that you ask yourself inside your head because that's something that is really really important because the quality of the questions determine the quality of your answers so if you ask poor quality questions you will get poor quality answers so in life if you ask someone a stupid question you will get a stupid answer if you ask yourself a question inside your head a stupid question you will then get a stupid answer but how about if you ask yourself a negative question then you're going to get yourself a negative answer and again as we've talked about before like with the with the identity uh, circle like the identity so that, that that identity fundamentally how you see yourself that i am like i'm fat i'm lazy whatever it is that true identity of how you see yourself behind closed doors when again it's just you in the bed by yourself or when it's you driving in the car by yourself or you in the shower by yourself how you talk to yourself that real thing of i am 
like I am lazy, I'm stupid, whatever that is, that determines everything. That determines your thoughts and your thoughts ultimately become your feelings. And what are your thoughts? Your thoughts are essentially just you asking yourself questions. So it's just understanding that your thoughts and thinking is simply you asking yourself questions and then answering them. So then the quality of the questions determines the quality of your answers. But we don't think of it like that. And again, over time, you're asking yourself these questions and then you're answering your own questions. And then you're building up this belief system based on answers to questions that may be completely disempowering to you. So then today, I just want to really unpick what kind of questions are you asking yourself? Are you even aware of the kind of questions that you ask yourself? Because we do it all the time. Like, oh, why has this happened to me? Well, you ask, why does this happen to me? Then I'll tell you now, your brain will go and ask you, well, actually, do you know what? This happened to me. This shit thing happened to you because when you were five years old, you did this in the playground and this is your karma. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's why. And you get the, these answers and it's like, because you've asked stupid, disempowering questions. Your brain is like Google. Like you ask it a question, it will give you an answer. So why am I so shit? Well, you're so shit because of this and this and this and this and give you all the answers. So again, you're wondering why you get this, 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 this you're feeling crap. It's because you're asking such disempowering questions to yourself all the time. So again, asking yourself bad or negative questions like, why am I so shit? Why am I so fat? Why is, why is everything I'm doing wrong? It's just like a machine. So I've spoken about this before with the sausage machine. The sausage machine, very, very simple concept. It's like a life machine. What you put out, so what you put in is what I get. What you put in is what you get out. Just like a sausage machine. You put a sausage in, turn the handle. So you put mince in, sorry, you turn the handle and then you get a sausage out. So when you're inputting this data into the computer, so again, the sausage machine, why am I so shit? Why am I so fat? Why is everything I do wrong? You're going to get negative and bad answers because it's going to insert all the evidence to support the question. Why am I so shit? Here is the evidence to support why you're so shit. Why am I so fat? Here is the evidence to support why you're so fat. Why is everything I do wrong? Here is the evidence to support that. And again, the evidence to support that will not be factual things. It'll be belief systems. It'll be beliefs that come from other people. So again, why is everything that I do wrong? Oh, yeah, because your dad said you this. Your dad said you that. It's like, oh, my God. And it's, I've even noticed this. Like, it, it, it's bizarre. When I talk about this stuff, again, I speak about this multiple times on the podcast. Like, when I'm sharing this information, especially the podcast when I'm here by myself, I'm sharing this information with you guys because it's stuff that I'm learning and I've learned about myself. So I notice myself, for example, with the tattoo on my arms. I've just got a tattoo. You can't see it on the camera, but... If you follow me on social media, Daniel underscore James underscore fitness, you'll see that getting all done. Uh, shout out to uh, Rachel Raven Tattoos. She's the one sorting it out for me. Big shout out because she's absolutely incredible. But for me, this tattoo comes on my arm. And it's absolutely amazing. Oh my God. It's like one of the best things I've ever seen. It's one of the things where I saw it and it's like the pictures here on Instagram. I can't believe that's on my arm. Um, and then I thought to myself, well, I'm going to do everything I can to look after this, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then a few days later, it started to peel. And then I started to say to myself, why do I always fuck things up? And then guess what? My brain started to get all these answers like, oh my God. And then I, get, I think I asked myself something, this is why I can't have nice things. And then my brain starts to give me all the answers and all the information to back up the fact that I don't deserve nice things from, from when I was younger. And again, I used to just mess things up all the time. I used to get nice things. But then I've noticed this. And I'm like, oh, fucking, what a fucking stupid thing. But I've got that awareness. So these questions didn't allow me to go down a negative loop. So I didn't have in any way, shape, or form any negativity around that. But I noticed I was asking myself those questions. And it literally, within a few seconds, I was like, what the fuck? And again, if you guys remember Reese, when we had Reese on all the way back at the start of the podcast, like I think it was episode 15 or something along those lines, uh, Reese Evans, we spoke about um, don't let the cart leave the station. So he was using an anxiety term, basically talking about like before you have these thoughts and then you just like on a roller coaster ride and that cart leaves 
the roller coaster station, you're basically off on a tangent. And before you know it, like you're going doing loop de loops and going down like oblivion and going all sorts until you're back at the, the station again, you've calmed yourself down. That could last days, weeks, months. So he says, don't let the cart leave the station. And that's essentially what happened here. Like I strapped myself in, I'd ask myself that negative question before I allowed myself to go on that roller coaster ride. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I could see what was happening. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to start giving myself all this shit information and go down this negative spiral. And it's not going to serve anybody. But until you understand these things and you gain that awareness, you will just constantly go down that rabbit hole and you will start to notice when you start to pay attention to what you're saying that when something bad happens to you, you'll start asking yourself really disempowering questions. Why am I so shit? Why does this keep happening to me? Why can I not find a good boyfriend? Why can I not find a good girlfriend? Why am I never going to be happy? Why am I you going, why, 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 why? All disempowering, all negative. And the answer you get out of that machine or the sausage you get from the end of it is going to be negative. How about we ask ourselves great questions? Like, what could I have done to improve X? Again, the guest that we're going to get on, that we're unfortunately we couldn't get on today, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Fleet, is absolutely incredible. And again, he talks about this in a lot of detail. Like, just owning what can you actually do? In this situation, what can you do? What could you have done to improve the situation? Like, how can you learn from Y? How can I improve X? How can I learn from Y? And then potentially something's happened, and it's like, is this who I want to be? So again, just stop and asking yourself, is this action I'm about to take who I want to be? Do I want to be negative? Do I want to talk crap about myself? Do I want to have this horrendous relationship with myself? Because remember, you are the only person that you are with 24-7, 365. You. You are the only person that you need to build a relationship with. We're so busy trying to impress other people. We're so busy trying to do these things with other people. But we are the ones that live with ourselves. You should have an amazing relationship with yourself. And again, I've got a team meeting tomorrow. And in a team meeting, I've said this before, like before we start a team meeting, we go around the room, you've got to say two things that you're grateful for. And one of the great things I've got, again, I've got it right here in my diary, so I'm not even going to bullshit. I'm going to load it up on, on, uh, on, the, um, on YouTube so you can actually see it. I don't know if Mikey can zoom in to potentially see it, or actually I might get Mikey to screenshot it. Um, but I always plan out my team meetings. So I wrote it all down. And my team meeting for tomorrow, the note on there says, uh, the two things I'm grateful for. Um, so I've had an experience. And the thing here, the first thing I'm grateful for is uh, being humbled by this experience because a big lesson has been learned from it. And the second one I'm grateful for is myself because I'm very self-aware at the moment. And it's a really odd experience for me. So again, if anyone wants to see that, it says it right there. So it's there. I'm not bullshitting you. I wrote this earlier on. Like that is the thing I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for myself. And I never thought in a million years I'd write that down. But the reason why I'm grateful for myself is because I've got such a good relationship with myself at the minute. Again, some shit some shit has kicked off today uh, and Mikey was talking to me uh, and the way that I've managed to handle the situations is because I'm good like I'm in control of what's going on right now like, I'm very in control of myself and I've got a very very good relationship with myself I'm very in control of my emotions now that doesn't mean I'm perfect all the time I do again do stupid things Again, I've got a very good friend of mine that I message, and she puts me in a fucking place. Like she puts me in my place. And again, I've got uh, a good client of mine that's very, very similar. She's a mental health nurse, so I've got people around me that help keep me on straight and narrow. But over time, I'm learning because I'm asking myself positive, empowering questions. I'm empowering myself, and I've got such a good relationship with myself for the first time in my life. And it's absolutely amazing. And people ask me, how am I able to do what I'm doing? The reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I completely 100% back myself. And the way that I back myself is because I ask myself empowering questions. What can I do to learn from this mistake? When I mess up, which I do, how can I learn from it? How can I improve? I'm always looking, how can I improve? I did a workshop the other day, and one of the first things I thought of, I said, um, too many times. What the, the last podcast with Zach, I listened back to it. One of the first things I noticed was, I say, um, too many times. So it's something I'm working on. I'm not there beating myself up. It's like, right, I need to work on that. How can I work and improve on that? 
And that's the thing, you've got to be able to do that to yourself in your life. And the problem is we don't ask ourselves these empowering questions and then we wonder why we don't get the right answers. We wonder why we've got such a terrible relationship with ourselves. Start talking to yourself like you would talk to another human being if you were trying to fix the relationship. You wouldn't go in there like an absolute arsehole. You'd be there and you show a bit of compassion, empathy. You start to sympathize with yourself. You start to ask yourself, what do you need? That other person, what do you need? How can I help? What do you need from me? Ask yourself that question. What do I need? Do I really need to give myself a fucking hard time? Do I really need to be a fucking asshole to myself? When you already know you fucked up, do you really need to keep going on again? No, you don't. Like you learn from it. You just learn from it and you let it go. Because again, there's a lesson in there and you've got two choices. You can either learn from the lesson and it won't happen again or you don't learn from the lesson and you can keep making the same mistake and you're going to piss yourself off. And I've done it so many fucking times where I kept making the same mistakes over and over and again. And again, I blame everybody else. It's no one's fault. It's mine. I'm the only person that can change that. And there's been some research done <clears throat> that showed girls that are four years old, uh, yeah, four years old, yeah, at preschool, sorry, um, they ask about 400 questions a day. So if anyone here's got a kid, uh, again, I've got goddaughters, got one goddaughter, sorry, I've got a goddaughter and she's got a sister. Her sister is not my goddaughter. Um, and again, you, you, these, kids are, these kids are so inquisitive at that age. Like they, up to 400 questions a day they ask. But by the time they get to secondary school, that goes down to almost zero. But the thing is, we value answers so much. We use Google all of the time or Siri or Alexa, or whatever it is. We have so many things where we ask questions, but we don't stop to think what is the kind of quality of the question that I'm asking. We value the answer. We want the answer straight away. We're asking these devices this question because we want the answer, but we don't stop to think about the quality of the question we're actually asking. Like, I think it's about time that we stop and just thought, right. Am I asking the best quality question here? Again, you've done this before on a Google on a Google search. You've asked a really vague question, and then Google's given you all the wrong answers. You're like, oh, what the fuck? And you've gone back to it again, and then you've typed in a little bit more specific question. And it's got a little bit better answers. And you've gone in, and you've specifically typed in exactly the thing that you want, and then bam, there's your answers. It's the same thing. We don't place enough value on asking good quality questions to get us to the answers that we want, because it's ultimately the answers we want. We want the answers. The answers are what we want. That is what we're craving. That is what we want. But we ask terrible, terrible, terrible questions, especially within our own heads, and it's very, very negative. So especially when it comes to dealing with change and uncertainty, which again is a massive thing that's going on in the world right now, with a lot of uncertainty going on. And I think um, when I spoke on recent podcasts about a lot of people struggling with their mental health, I think a big thing for this is because we've got so much change going on and uncertainty and people are really, really struggling mentally with that. So questions can really help us deal with what's actually going on because the problem is we end up asking ourselves deep questions, but then we never follow up with the answer. We ask ourselves really deep, profound questions. And again, you probably, again, you'll start to notice now I've said this. You'll ask yourself really deep, profound questions. Like, why is this happening? What's going on? But then you never actually follow up to find out the answer. So we know intuitively how to ask these smart questions. But the problem is we then don't follow up to get the answer. It's like we don't want to know. It's like we're afraid to find out the answer. Or we can't be bothered or we don't have the energy. I don't not quite know what it is really. But you'll notice that you don't, you will ask yourself really deep, profound questions. And you sit there for maybe a second and then you just let it go. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, and this is the thing for me, like critical thinking is something that I think nowadays is dead. Like people cannot critically think. Like we rely on the news, we rely on Google, we rely on all these things to give us the answers when we can probably come up to some form of answer ourselves by critically thinking, by asking ourselves, right, do I have all the information? Can I get more information here? Can I get more information there? Can I put these pieces together and get the answer? I did an, uh, an actual thing at university, it's called critical thinking. It was absolutely 
I thought it was shit at the time. I'm being completely honest with you. Like talking about deductive fallacies, and that's all I can remember. Deductive fallacy. And I used to make fun of it all the time. But I, I, we did. I did a whole semester on um, critical thinking, and I think it's a skill that's, that's really, really dead. People just don't ask critical questions of things. Like when it comes to news or anything. And again, you've heard me talk about this stuff before. But anything that pops up, we just take it for granted. We don't just stop to ask. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You're saying this one thing, and yet you're doing this completely opposite thing. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. But again, it all comes down to then we don't actually we ask a question, but we don't actually then want to know the answer. But it's again having that awareness and the ability to allow our minds to play out the positive, powerful questions. Allow us to process and create the actual answer that we want. This concrete answer. Allow yourself to actually play it out to create this answer that you want. Just allow it to happen. Because that's, again, how you gain that awareness and that trust with yourself. You ask yourself deeply empowering questions and then you stop and then you allow yourself to actually come up with the answers that you want or that you need. Not necessarily want, it's what you need. And again, I had someone in my office the other day and he, he, he came up to me he's like, how the fuck do you do this to me? Like you're the, he's like, you're the only person that gets me emotional. And I said, it's because I tell you what you fucking need to hear. It's not what you want, but I'm telling you what you need to hear because I care. And that's one of the most powerful things you can actually do. Like, just be honest with yourself. Don't tell yourself what you want to hear. Tell yourself what you need to hear. And that's why I don't like surrounding myself with yes people because yes people do not help you grow. Like, you need people that will give you honest answers because they want, they've got, again, not brutal fucking honest answers because some people are just fucking assholes. But actual answers, but their intention behind it is, I want you to grow. I absolutely love you. Here's the answer you need to grow. You may not like it, but here's the answer that you need to grow. Rather than, here's an answer that's going to piss you off just because I want to see you hurt. Two very different things. We've talked about this before when it comes to uh, talking, uh, asking for help from people. If you're asking help from the wrong person, then it could be very, very detrimental to your mental health. Same thing with this. Like if you if you ask for feedback from the wrong person, you will get the wrong feedback because they don't have your best intention at heart. So you have to make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Again, we've spoken about that before. But again, it's then important to ask ourselves these empowering questions. So how can we ask ourselves better questions? So an example of the question is, what makes me happy? Let's just throw it out there. Like everyone wants to be happy. But first and foremost, another side note to this is, what does happiness even mean to you? I say this all the time to people. People want to be happy. What does happiness, just stop right now and think for a second, what is happiness to you? Because I guarantee you what you want is happiness in your life, okay? I pretty much every single listener to this wants happiness in their life. Stop. Just stop this podcast for two seconds. Set an, set an alarm on your phone. For two minutes, just think, what is happiness to me? Just stop and think. What does happiness actually mean to me? And I guarantee you, you'll struggle to come up with an answer. Yet, that's what you want out of life. So we've spoken about this before when it comes to goal setting. How the fuck can you move towards something that you don't know and can't define it? It makes no sense. So if you don't know what happiness is to you, how the fuck are you ever going to get that? You literally could be the happiest right now. Your life is everything that makes you happy, but you haven't actually stopped and actually named it and been like, this is what makes me happy. Oh my God. The only thing I really want is to have, what makes me happy? What makes me happy is my kids that love me, to have a really secure job uh, and to be financially free enough that I can go on holiday whenever I want. Oh my fucking God. Like that is my life right now. And you're like, fuck. Like, and then it completely changes the outlook on it. But define happiness. What is happiness to you? That's a massive side note tangent. But again, so this question here, like what makes me happy? So that's not a good question because it's too broad. 
And again, take your brain far too long to search for the answers. So you need to think with stuff like this. Your brain wants to conserve calories. Your brain is very, very lazy and it doesn't want to do the work. This is why we spoke about gratitude journaling and why gratitude journaling is so powerful because the brain is lazy. If you gratitude every single evening and you tell your brain every night, we're going to look back throughout the day and find things we're grateful for, the brain will be like, fuck this. I'm just going to tell you in the moment what to be grateful for so we don't have to keep going back and remembering it. The brain is lazy. Same thing with this. So if you ask yourself a really open-ended question, the brain's going to be like, what the fuck do you mean what makes me happy? How the fuck do I know? So then let's want to ask this question here. Like, what activities or people make me feel most uh, most relieved after work when I get home? So again, you get a million more specific. So what activity or people make me feel most relieved after work when I get home? So again, I just said to you guys, what makes you guys happy? So again, just ask yourself that question. Like, when it comes to happiness, what is happiness? And again, that is a very open-ended question, but that is very important. I actually find that out. That is a very, very open-ended question. Again, I know it sounds counterintuitive what I'm saying here, but the, the happiness, that what is happiness? Like you need to define what actual happiness is for you, but asking yourself, what makes me happy? No, like, let's break that down a bit. Like what activity or people make you feel that release after work? Because then it's a very specific thing. If you know when you get home from work, that's the time that you struggle the most and that's your downtime where, where you really, really struggle. Right. What things, people, activities, whatever it is, what, that, what, what can I do there to actually give me a release? And then bam, there your brain gives the answer because it gives you a more refined and quicker action and it's more manageable. The brain can then give you, it can search for its data. It's like, okay, right, so what things make me happy? Uh, I don't know, like going out fishing. Well, you can't go fishing after work because it's dark. So straight away, because you've, you've refined that and you've said after work, the brain's not going to go to stupid things like climbing a mountain because you can't do it after work. It's going to be like, right, what short, small things can we do? Who can we contact? Who can we and then it will give you the answer that you want. It's a lot more manageable. And there's another thing that I learned about asking yourself absurd questions. So ask yourself, if you had to accomplish this, this thing, like X in two weeks, whatever it is. So this is, again, there's nothing to happen. It's a completely different question now. If you had to accomplish X in two weeks and it was a gun pointed to your head or your kid's head or your loved one's head, how would you attempt to do it? Because that's ridiculous, absurd question. It stops you from thinking in the normal box that you go into because we all have a framework for how we come up with answers. But if you've got something like that and the pressure is on, you've got two weeks and there's a gun at your loved one's head and you have to find an answer, you are not going to be able to go to your normal framework. You're going to have to think outside the box and you're going to come up with different solutions. It forces you to think differently and push your boundaries and limitations that you may have set yourself. Because if I said to you, for example, um, uh, how, do you, how do you make £2,000 in two weeks? And you, sorry, sorry, two thousand pounds in wherever long. You're just like, oh, well, I suppose it could be a bit of overtime, and uh, because set up an OnlyFans, um, yeah, I, I don't really know. I, I, yeah, or I say to you, right, you need to give me four thousand, five thousand pounds in two weeks, or I'm gonna like you're gonna be dead, and you value your life. You're like, whoa, right, okay, right, okay, what can I do? Again, the movie Swordfish, same thing. I mean, you put, hold the gun to his head, and it's like, right, John Travolta's head, and it's like, is it John Travolta? It's John Travolta. John Travolta's the bad guy in it, isn't it? Yeah, he holds the gun to the guy's head. Right, you've got to crack this code. So something that you wouldn't know, it puts all the pressure on you. Like, right, and this only works obviously if you work well under pressure. If you don't work well under pressure, this wouldn't work obviously. But it forces you to think differently. You're like, right, what could I do? Well, actually, right, okay, that's Mikey for money. Right, okay, I could sell my car, I could sell my coffee machine. I could do this, I could do that. Right, okay, what else could I do? Uh, did I, well, actually, this person owes me fifty pounds. I could have fifty pounds over there. Uh, what else could I do? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, well, actually, oh yeah, okay, I've got this thing. It's a new idea. I could sell. It. I've got a song actually that I wrote, and I've not sold that to anybody. So basically, you start thinking outside the box. These really crazy things, and you're like, well, actually, I could go do the gardening here for this person. I could do this, could do this. and you just start to just come up with these random things you probably wouldn't have done before because you're pushing your boundaries and it's forcing you to think differently the problem is when we ask ourselves our questions we work on a normal framework but if you put a bit of pressure again ask yourself absurd questions again the, the question i asked here was a bit obviously extreme having a gun to someone's head but again you get the picture 
like if you put a time limit on it, like if, if my life depended on this, what, how can I come out with this outcome? Because it forces you to think outside of the box. But when it comes to these questions, try journaling. Try journaling them out so you can actually really get the best answer to help you in any situation. Like journaling is powerful. Again, like if you're, if you're online uh, watching on YouTube, again, I've got a gratitude journal which is right next to my desk. So I've got one at home and I've got one to, to my desk here. I've got another journal next to it, which is a different one, which is one where I just need to sort of brainstorm and get some craziness out. So this would be one of the things here where I've got a question. So I've got a, a question he's answering. I will then journal it out. So you're asking yourself, like a good thing that I do is like, what is on my mind this morning? So this is something I do every single morning. I actually did it this morning. I've got it here. I'm not going to read it out. I'm, I'm not going to be that vulnerable on the podcast. I've, I've been very vulnerable. I'm not going to be that vulnerable. Uh, but that's what I did this morning. So this morning, I did my gratitude journal at home. I came in here. Uh, I wrote down one thing I'm grateful for. Uh, and then I basically said, what's on my mind this morning? And then I wrote about what's on my mind this morning. So again, that's a very empowering, that's a very empowering thing. Because it's open-ended. And again, because I'm journaling about it, I'm going to give my brain complete creativity to go to town. And I'm asking freely my brain, brain, what the fuck is going on in your head this morning? And then bam, it's writing it all down. And I just start writing and I can start to unpick things. It gets it out of my head. Like it's, it's one of the things where it's so, so powerful to get things out of your head, especially when it comes to journaling. So gratitude journaling is really, really powerful. But first thing in the morning, if you're feeling really, really uneasy, you can even do this last thing at night if you want to. Like what's on your mind before you go to bed? What's worrying me? So then you ha- you're asking your brain an open-ended question here. What is worrying me? And then bam, just allow yourself to write. So don't rush this. Take your time. Set yourself 30 minutes and just brain dump. This is basically what brain dump is. You may have heard brain dumping, uh, but this is essentially how you, you use it to, to basically empower you because you've got these things inside your head and you're not quite sure what's going on. So ask yourself, what is on my mind this morning? What is on my mind tonight? And just brain dump. Just get it down. Allow your brain to go to town. Just don't stop writing. Set a timer for 30 minutes and do not stop writing for 30 minutes. And then your brain will come up with the answer because that's what you do. You will notice as you're doing it, you will basically, you'll make it lose its power because as you're writing it down, you'll start to break it down even more and even more and even more. You get to the end of it and you'll be like, well, actually, it doesn't seem too bad, actually, because you've actually put it down, you've taken away its power, and as you're writing, you'll then be thinking through it logically with your brain, and you'll come up with your own answers. It's, I get it with client check-ins all the time. Like, clients will send me, like, three or four paragraphs with a problem they've got, and by the end of it, I'll say to them, like, you've literally answered your own question. Like, you, you started off with this problem, and then you start to bitch about this problem, moan about this problem, and then you then literally ask yourself the question subconsciously in your head, and like, well, I could do this, and da, da, da. and then by the end of it, they've answered their own question. So again, it's so powerful. Again, I think I got this from Tim Ferriss. Uh, again, if the four-hour work week, like Tim Ferriss, this, this, I, get, I got this off him. This exercise is off him. Because basically it just says, like it just allows you to ask yourself these questions in the morning and then you start to know yourself. Like you start to learn about yourself and how your brain actually works. And again, it's all about that empowerment. Like you're just learning about yourself, how your brain works. And it's so, so powerful. So there's another thing here when, when life throws a curveball at you and you're asking yourself the question, like, why is this so hard? That's something, again, a lot of people do get, like, why is life so hard? Try asking yourself, right, I think I've done this in the wrong order here. I probably should have done this with the, impact, the absurd question, because this is a bit of an absurd question. So if you've got this thing, like, life's hard. Why don't you ask yourself, if this was easy, what would it look like? Because, again, you're then flipping it on its head. So you're thinking, why is this so hard? Like, why is this so hard? Why is it so hard for me to come up with this thing? Okay, flip it. Ask yourself an empowering question. Because again, you've gone from a negative question, empowering question. If this was easy, what would it look like? And they're like, ah. Because then you've asked yourself an empowering question, and then your brain gets to go to town. 
okay, well, it'd be easier for this and if this and if this. And again, this is why I'm constantly changing what I'm doing. Like when it comes to, what's say constantly changing what I'm doing, I'm not changing what I'm doing. I'm constantly looking at changing things behind the scenes of what I do. Again, how the podcast runs and what it does. Again, Mikey knows this. Um, again, the stuff I'm doing with events that are coming up. I've got all these things going on behind the scenes and I'm always trying to make things as easy as possible. I'm trying to make things as streamlined as possible. The importance of making lists. It just makes it so easy for you. Like just little things like, okay, if, if you keep forgetting things, write, write a list. If you keep forgetting how to, when to eat your food, set an alarm. Like there's so many things like, why is it so hard for me to remember when to eat my food? Set a fucking alarm. Like again, if, 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 drinking a bottle of water, if, you, if you're saying, I always forget to drink, set an alarm to drink water every hour. Whatever it is, set alarms. Make things easy for yourself. Like it's one of the, the biggest things. My life is so simple. Like someone said to me the other day um, about the food I eat. I eat the same food every single day. I think I spoke, this week on another podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, the reason why I do it is because it's just easy. I don't have to think about it. Like it makes my life so much easier. Like people get so caught up in all the little details of, oh my God, what to get to eat? And they just get exhausted. Remember, the brain only has a so, so much energy and it requires calories to do these things. Like so I want to make my life as easy as possible. So I ask myself really simple, empowering questions. and It makes my life so, so easy. So again, just start to notice yourself when you're asking it. We're getting fed up. Just notice what kind of questions I'm asking myself. And can you ask yourself empowering questions? Can you journal about it? Is it something that's really been bothering you all day and you cannot get to the end of it? Again, I've had things recently with, with um, someone that's kicked off with it with a um, with someone that's fucked me over with something, and I couldn't get my head around it. And it's something that's been going on for almost a month. And I've honestly, I promise you, I brain dumped about it three or four times. And each time I brain dump about it, I, I get to a more core of an essence of it. And it's got to the point now. It's like, okay, I see it for what it is. I literally see it for what it is, and it's not an issue. But it's taken me a few times to do this. This isn't just a one-time thing. If it's something that's really, really big and it's really, really fucking you over, like it may take you a few brain dumps to get to it. But the more you brain dump, the more it loses its power. Like you're, you're making it lose its power because it only has power because you're giving it your emotions. Thoughts do not have any power unless you give it your emotional energy. So get it out on a piece of paper and make it lose its energy. Take back control. You have complete control over what goes on inside your life and inside your head, which is not taught this stuff. And again, it's one of those episodes today where I feel like I've just gone absolutely fucking nuts. Just fucking, I don't mean, just, just, just me being me where... I've just gone off on, on massive tangents. But again, it's because I care. Like, I genuinely care. I genuinely want you guys to be okay. I want you guys to live the best life you possibly can. And I'm never preaching. I never mean to ever come across like I'm preaching because I'm not. I don't have all the answers. I'm just a guy that's in search of these answers. I want to find out these answers. I want to implement them in my life and it works. I want to share them. And it may not resonate with you. This podcast may have gone completely over your head and like, this is not something that relates to me. Okay, cool. But it might be someone in your life that you notice that they keep asking themselves. You'll notice how people talk to themselves. They'll make a mistake. Oh, why do I keep doing this? Again, you'll notice it straight away they're giving their power they're giving their energy away and then look how that person holds themselves in everyday life just walk around town just look at people most people are so inside their own heads and just look at the expression on their face and you tell me if you think they're having empowering questions and empowering thoughts going on inside their head nine times out of ten it's not and I don't want that to be you I want you to live the best life you possibly can I want you to have an amazing life because it's your birthright and again, the more I go down rabbit holes of the fucking shit show of the world that we live in at the minute, the more I feel like a duty to try and help you guys because I wish someone helped me more and I wish there was more information out there, but there's not. All the information you guys have got out there is fear-mongering, making you fucking fear and just disempowering you totally, making you feel like you're not good enough. And again, I know because it's been fucking bombarded down my throat as well because I'm fucking human and it pisses me off. So all I'm doing is I'm on a massive mission to try and help you guys because no other fuck is going to. The fucking government isn't. The fucking celebrities aren't. These influencers aren't. We have to look after ourselves. And again, massive fucking side, to- side note and tangent. But again, this is why I'm so passionate about this. And why I want you guys to share the information if, it's out th- uh, th- th- if it re- uh, resonates with you in any way, shape or form. Because there's people out there that are struggling. There's people out there that genuinely believe that influencers have got the best interests at heart and they don't. Like, there's fear absolutely everywhere. 
But again, fear is a feeling. We're in control of our feelings. We're in control of our thoughts. Our thoughts create feelings. People are drip feeding negative thoughts into your head. Do not allow them to. You have complete control over your thoughts. I've done this activity before. I'm going to do it again. Close your eyes. Unless you're driving. Fucking if you're driving, do not close your eyes. But if you're not driving, close your eyes. And then think of a can of Coke. Just sit there and think of a can of Coke. It could be a dark Coke if you want to. I don't really care. Think of a can of Coke. Good. You probably thought of a can of Coke. Good. If you haven't, keep going. Pause it until you found it. Then find a can of Coke. Awesome. Keep your eyes closed. Think of a unicorn. Think of a unicorn. Again, it's got its horn. It's a white unicorn. Maybe it's got pink or purple mane or whatever. Call you want to call it blonde hair, whatever. Think of the unicorn. Think of the unicorn. Awesome. Good. Thought of it. Brilliant. Open your eyes. Close your eyes. Open your eyes. Close your eyes. Awesome. You've taken complete control of your thoughts just there. Just then and there, you've taken complete control of your thoughts. So do not tell me that you can't take control of your thoughts. You do. You just didn't know how to do it. I've just told you how to do it. And it is a skill. Because that is just you listening to my voice and taking control at that moment in time. When you gain the awareness of what is going on and what has been put into your brain, you will notice you start to think negatively. You will gain the awareness of it. And then you can implant positive thoughts. It is impossible to feel shit if you're thinking positive. And at any moment in time, you can implant a positive thought into your head. So have a positive thought, whether it's your wedding day, whether it's um, uh, just anything, like the best that you got a promotion or you scored a goal or, uh, again, you met your partner or whatever it is, like the best moment of your life, have that there or your favorite place on holiday or your favorite food, whatever the fuck it is that makes you happy, have that there. So if you notice these negative thoughts, you can straight away just insert those slides, that, that, more than one if you want to, that one slide into your head and take yourself back to that positive place where you then start to feel good. You deserve to feel good every single day. If you took any value from today's episode, don't forget to like and share with a friend. I love you guys. See you next week.